Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday, the 17th of May. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's get straight into the scores on the doors as normal. And another bit of a wishy-washy night in the U.S. markets. Dow Jones falling 336 points, or 1.01%. 33,012. It had a high of minus 58, a low of minus 342 points. Uh, One of the big components of that was Home Depot, which pulled back 2.2% after disappointing quarterly revenue and also cut its full-year guidance Looks like consumers are postponing large home improvement projects. So that did have a bit of an abnormal effect on the Dow. The Nasdaq faring far better, down 0.18%, 22 points, 23.43. And the S&P 500 in the middle for Diddle, down 0.64%, 26 points, 41.10. The VIX volatility index back up to 18. There we go, 5.1% up there. And the ASX SPY 200 futures down 37 points or 0.5 of a percent. This comes on the back of a 32-point fall yesterday in our index, a 0.5% fall yesterday. So looking like a similar amount today. European markets also weaker. We had the stock 600 down 0.4, FTSE down 0.3, Germany down 0.1, France down 0.2. So no and good news there. Although we did see... The Japanese index, the topics yesterday, was up 0.6%, hit the highest level it has been since 1990. There you go. Someone's doing well at the moment. As far as uh, the U.S. bonds go, we did see the bonds in the U.S., the yields rising. uh, Ten years up 3.3 basis points, 3.54. U.S. two years back above 4, 4 4.08. And the Aussie ten years, 3.4%. Seven after those RBA minutes yesterday suggested that the RBA is not done with raising rates, which certainly took the market a little bit by surprise. I think we were all going for the pause, but it looks like the RBA is still relatively um, hawkish on their commentary, hence the 32-point fall yesterday. As far as uh, Bitcoin goes, down 1.1%. The US dollar index up 0.13. The Aussie dollar 66.56. US stocks, we had Apple unchanged. Meta down 0.02. Google up 2.6. Microsoft up 0.7. Amazon up 2%. Tesla up 0.1. And currently we have uh, Elon Musk being interviewed on CNBC post the AGM and his comments there about the Cybertruck and the... Uh, Other points that he was making, uh, talking about autonomous vehicles, and even talking that maybe Tesla would advertise. I'm not sure why Tesla would need to advertise. I think everybody knows about Tesla. Netflix down 0.6%. JP Morgan down 0.7%. Citigroup down 1.7%. Goldman down 0.4%. Bank of America down 1.1%. And Wells Fargo down 1%. In other US stocks... Exxon Mobil down 2.4, General Motors down 2.6, 
So Tesla did well with that 0.1% rise. We also saw Walmart down 1.4% there as well. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, down 2.3%. Looking at commodities overseas, the oil price continues to stumble. Brent crude, 74.72, down 83 cents or 1.1%. WTI, down 22 cents or 0.31, 70.8. The gold price came off back below 2,000 in US dollar terms, 32 bucks down, 1.6% down. Uh, that US dollar index up slightly, but certainly some profit taking in the gold sector. Platinum down 0.6, silver down 1.6. LME copper down 2%, nickel down 2.6%. Uh, nickel has fallen quite a long way in recent weeks. Aluminium up 0.04, zinc down 1.9, lead down 1.5, ton down 2%. Iron ore pretty steady at the moment at 106.80. Uh, Dalian iron ore futures though down 1.4%. We did see another rally in the lithium price last night as well. Uh, according to our numbers, which are always a little bit rubbery, and the lithium market, as we know, is not the most transparent, but the official ones coming out of trading economics, up 4.8% for lithium. Looking at our mining stocks overseas, BHP are down 2.3%, Rio down 2.4%, so there's going to be no uh, hiding in mining stocks today. Freeport McMahon down 2.4%, Alcoa down 2.4%, Tech down 0.7, Anglo down 0.6, Glencore down 1.2, Vale down 2.8, Arbomile up 0.9 of a percent. CBA overseas was down 1.8%. Just looking at some of the other indices that may be of interest to some, the Russell 2000 down 1.4% last night. Interestingly, Apple has got a bigger, bigger market capitalization than the Russell 2000 combined. There we go. The Toronto market was also down nearly 1.5% as well. Their economy, of course, not dissimilar to ours, being very focused on mining, oil and gas, etc. So their market down 1.5%. So probably not going to be a great day for us again today. As far as uh, other things coming out of the US goes, the April retail sales came in weaker than expected, rising 0.4% last month. Uh, the analysts were anticipating around 0.8% increase. Uh, so um, we are also seeing uh, May Builder Confidence, the highest in 10 months. Um, they did see a little bit of a revision to those retail sales. March was revised up to 07 from an initial 1% decline. So you can see how volatile and rubbery some of those US numbers can be. To go from uh, 0.7%. Uh, from the initial 1% decline. So that's a 1.7% turnaround there. So um, we shall see how that one goes. Uh, the May NAHB housing market index was up five points month on month to 50, highest since July 2022. Present sale conditions in the US up five points to 56. So there we go. And there was also a little bit of optimism breaking out on the debt ceiling negotiations. Biden is maintaining a more optimistic view over the weekend, while Kevin McCarthy said significant obstacles still remained. So that is certainly part of it. Musk shareholder meeting talked uh, cyber trucks and the economy. He predicted the economy would pick up after 12 months. Maybe that was a joke. 
uh, being uh, the Cybertruck being a pickup and promising the company would deliver production Cybertrucks later this year. He said it should be able to produce 250,000 to 500,000 units per year of possibly the ugliest looking car ever designed. But there we go. And in other news, uh, Joe Biden has cancelled the Australian leg of his visit. Looks like he's still going to Japan. So anyway, no longer coming to Australia. So you can all relax. In the US as well, interestingly, lumber prices are now down from their 2021 peak. They're now down 80% from their May 2021 peak. Remember when lumber was going through the roof and certainly that was adding to inflation, the cost of house building, etc. Now down 80%. So that is a big, big drop. As I said earlier, that Japanese topics closing at its highest level since August 1990. And Pfizer has lined up a huge $45 billion US bond offering. This is one of the biggest on records, the jumbo offering from Pfizer. It is selling debt in eight parts. Uh, the longest portion of the deal will be a 40-year bond expected to yield 1.8% over treasuries. There we go. In local news today, we do have a wage data out at 11.30. That is tipped to show a 0.9% gain in the March quarter, 3.6% annually. This will obviously be well and truly focused on by the RBA, which yesterday talked those um, rate increase possibilities. And uh, certainly if we did see this wage explosion, if that is the right word, continue, then that will force the RBA's hand in June. So... The RBA currently expects wage growth index to slow to peak at 4% by December and slowing to 3.8% in 2024 as the economy cools on the back of higher rates. The RBA could increase interest rates in June, according to economists who now ascribe a 58% chance of an interest rate, a 58% chance of an interest rate increase by August compared to 34% last Friday which was before the release of the RBA board meeting minutes from their May 2nd meeting. Uh, The RBA board has said that it may need to uh, increase the cash rate beyond 3.85% to tame inflation. Interestingly, they're raising interest rates because rents are rising, and rents are rising because of higher interest rates. We get ourselves into a bit of a spiral. So there we go. In other news, in company-specific news today, Dexas has offered up a $130 million stake in Melbourne and the Launceston airports. Uh, They are raising that money for a new fund, dubbed the Dexas Wholesale Airport Fund, that would own about 1% of the Australian Pacific Airports Corporation. Apple is now letting its iPhones accept payments for Westpac and Tyro. Uh, They will now be turning their iPhone into a payment terminal for small businesses and banks are pitching uh, Dean Mintz, who is the founding boss of Satire, uh, for maybe another sell down of his stake there. In other news this morning, HT1, here, there, and everywhere, has issued a trading update and outlook at the AGM. Radio revenues to end of April 5% up year on year. Excluding the impact of government spending the prior year revenue, radio revenues will be back 2% year-on-year. Local regional revenues flat. Uh, The outlook in light of current trading, company has 
initiated temporary cost measures to limit total people and operating costs for 2023 to near flat versus prior guidance. So there we go. We're also seeing uh, Temple and Webster reporting uh, the trading update. Last four weeks, revenue up 10%, reiterates FY EBITDA margin 3 to 5%. There and Super Retail Group provides an Investor Strategy Day presentation. So that out this morning as well. And Monodelphus to acquire BMC for initial cash payment of $22 million there. Not much else around this morning. Question of the day, we might as well start it now. We're halfway through May. Love to get your pin the tail on the donkey forecast for the ASX 200 at the close of this financial year, which will be on Friday, June the 30th. So what will the ASX 200 be on Friday, June the 30th? Love to get your forecasts, guesses, whatever you want to call them on Facebook and uh, we'll keep that open till the end of the week and as usual there will be a small prize for the closest to the pin. Well thanks very much for listening, have a great day and as always may the trading gods be with you. 